Welcome to Quick Takes with Kevin, a weekly podcast about leadership, life, and ministry with Kevin Ezell, president of the North American Mission Board. Each week, Kevin will be focusing on how pastors can keep their souls healthy in the midst of the demands and challenges of everyday life. Now, here's your host, Kevin Ezell. Hey, pastors, Kevin Ezell from the North American Mission Board. And today we have the privilege of having Lance Witt, who actually wrote the book Replenish that we sent uh, to pastors throughout the Southern Baptist Convention. In episode 19, it talks about close friendships and how pastors really don't have many of those. So Lance, thank you so much for your time today. And this is such an important topic. And, and you say 70% of pastors don't have uh, close friends. Uh, what would you say in your mind? leads to that? Well, I can just speak to my own story, Kevin, of how I think as a young pastor, I I got this message and probably no one ever really articulated it, but somehow in my seminary training, everything, this message came out that as a pastor, you can't have close friends in your church, either because of reasons of favoritism or it would be just too risky to entrust your personal life to another person. And so therefore, you kind of keep people at an arm's distance. And I think as pastors, historically, what we've done is we've had lots of acquaintances at a fairly shallow level, but very few deep friendships. And I think another thing inherent in this, Kevin, is as pastors, we're used to being the giver in a relationship. Um, and so we don't receive very well. And so kind of one of my challenges to every pastor listening to us today is I just want to remind you that before God made you a pastor, he made you a person and the needs that any other person has, you have as a pastor, you're not exempt from the need of friendship and relationship. Right. I think sometimes too, I found pastors, uh, they try to be protective. They're, They're just scared you know, to yep. from what you say can and will be used against you, you know, in yep. the court of law and in the court of church. What is the biggest barrier you think to going deeper um, with a few friends? What do you think the biggest barrier would be? I think number one is kind of just time and availability. Um, I, every pastor who I'm sure is listening to us would go, man, my life is full you know, between message preparation and dealing with my staff team and budgets and, you know, Christmas and Easter services, all that, like my life is just full. And so I think you have to decide like, hey, this is this is important enough. I'm going to actually become intentional to pursue it. And you won't ever drift into this. Like, you, you know, it's not going to happen by accident. You've got to kind of really go, you know what, I'm going to make space and time in my life for this. And it may feel hard initially, but the rewards are so rich. But I think the other one, honestly, is fear. I, I think pastors fear kind of opening up. Can I really trust somebody with my life? And it's that fear of being exposed, I think, of maybe even a little bit of the imposter syndrome. What if someone finds out I'm not really all that I they think I am when I preach on a Sunday morning? And and yet, even though those are real barriers, I think as pastors, we got to lean in and press through those right. to get the gold of great friendship. Well, Lance, what would you say to a pastor who says, okay, you've got me. I totally, I'm on board. I'm going to do that. 
What what's the best way to initiate that? I mean, how would you suggest for someone to get started? Because we all know, I mean, if you have lunch with a guy and say, you know, I'd really like for you to be my next best friend. Yeah. Warning yeah. bells go off for a guy who's like, oh no, high maintenance coming. You yeah. know, none of us want to be that guy or that weird guy or the needy guy, right? Um, I would say to a pastor, one, just identify a guy that you like being with and that you would enjoy. Um, and again, a lot of times I think it is another pastor, maybe in your town, just somebody who, that when you've been around them, you know what you go, I, I would enjoy spending some time with them and they're not a ministry project and you, you can really just enjoy being with them. And then I would say, schedule an initial lunch or coffee together and then schedule it again in another few weeks. And then maybe after a few times you go, what, let's make this part of our kind of our habit. And every couple of weeks we're going to get together. Um, and then I would say, when you do get together, don't just talk shop. Like, right. take the risk to just have normal conversation and take a risk to be open and vulnerable. Um, and, and, and I think, again, to me, that's part of what you have to do. And again, it doesn't need to feel weird and awkward. But hopefully, as the, the relationship forges, you both will have a mutual desire for more time together and figure out ways to get that. Yeah, it just naturally happens, but you got to be intentional. And, uh, and, and yeah. I think it's helpful to have, you know, I've got, I've got uh, two really good pastor friends, but then I've got, I've got uh, some guys at my church who are different professionally that yeah. once a year we'd go for a golf outing, you know, to, for, for three days. And it was just fun. The, the golf, it wasn't about the golf as much as just hanging out with the guys. Yeah. And I've been gone from my church for 10 years. Well, they, they, uh, uh, did it again just about a month or so ago, and I hadn't been in years. And boy, it was so refreshing just to to get in there. And it's like we 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 started right where we left off, you know. And just yeah. how how refueling that was, just to be around those guys and laugh and cut each other down, and, and <laughs> the things friends do. And yeah, you know. And my word, it was so much just to play rook and all those things that we used to do. And uh, uh, you just it takes, it takes it takes a little time to get to that level of comfort, but there is such gold in that. I think about my best friend who we've now really done life together for 25 years, and I am fully known by him. Like I don't have any secrets, I don't have anything, but now I'm kind of a guarded personality, so it took a while for me to really open my life up. Right. But man, I can't tell you like whenever we connected, we may go two or three weeks without talking, but when we connect, just like you said, like we go right back to where we left off last time. And this is a guy that fully knows me and I know unconditionally loves me. Right. And then when, when a pastor has that with one or two guys, what an incredible gift that is. Well, I'll tell you this. Thank you so much for this chapter, for the book and, uh, and for this advice. But I encourage every pastor, there's no need to go the journey alone. And yeah. So true. Thank you for that. Hey, Lance. Thank you for your time. And Pastor, uh, please, today, nothing else. Man, take time. Find a friend, brother. Find a friend. Thanks for joining us for Quick Takes with Kevin. Each week, Kevin will visit with pastors and leaders as they talk about the challenges they face and the lessons they've learned in balancing faith, family, and ministry. Thank you for being with us.